Hey Influencers, I'm your host, Krista Adama, and I want to welcome you to the Influencer Speaks podcast, a podcast that highlights millennials that are just like you in their field of work, the community, and even the world. So let's get right to it. Hello influencers, I am so ecstatic to be talking with you guys on this new week. I hope your day went well. Like I said in the last podcast, I'm going to make sure that we have somebody to speak to and we do. So I want you to welcome Crystal. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm great, I'm great. It's raining and it looks like a gloomy day, but we're going to make sure that we have a great day today or at least for this interview. Yeah. So for the people that don't know you, can you please tell our listeners who you are, what you do, what are your interests? Okay, um, well I'm Crystal, Crystal D. Writes on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm a junior copywriter at Burrell Communications. We're a multicultural agency, so we have clients such as McDonald's, Comcast, Toyota, My Black is Beautiful, that's just to name a few. Um, let me see what else, and then... My passions. <laughs> I like to do spiritual journaling, and like so, I'll do my no, I'll, I'll do my journaling, and I'll share it on my Instagram. Okay, that seems interesting. Okay, so I feel like a lot of people they want to focus on who you are right now, saying that you're a junior copywriter. But let's talk about the younger Crystal. Who are you um, in high school? Who are you in college? Did you graduate from college? What was your degree major? Mm-hmm. So. Young Crystal was a hot mess, <laughs> but <laughs> I still graduated okay. college with um, a Bachelor's of Arts in Advertising. Okay. Yeah. So did you always know you wanted to um, mm-hmm. use or have advertising as your degree? Because for me, I started off of college, biological science, mm-hmm. and then as soon as I took chemistry 102, I said, oh no, this is not for me, so I changed to public <laughs> health. So did you enter into college like, yo, I know I want to do advertising? Um, I just went to college because I had to. Like <laughs> my auntie, like my auntie's the one who uh, what she did. She she filled out the college application and stuff. Oh, wow. And you know she helped me write it and apply. We just basically did UIC and um, SIUE. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to UIC, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, she was just like, oh well. Be a pharmacist, make some money. Okay, I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. I want to make money. I gotta do that. And then you get there, and they used to be called classes you have, and just like you like, I when I saw like science was on there, and I'm like, oh no, nah, I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just undecided. So I was undecided for a while. Um, I had to do a couple of art classes from my electives, and while I was doing that, I just kept like doing different programs to figure out like career development programs to figure out what did I want to do and I think like an admissions officer reached out to me from the Illinois Institute of Art Chicago and at first they were telling me about visual communications then I went there and I'm thinking like okay maybe I will do visual communications and then 
in that process I came across advertising mm. you know so he's showing me advertising work and stuff like that and what's funny is he told me about Burrell because he was a black admissions admissions officer and mm. I'm a black student so he was like oh yeah Burrell they do all the black advertising and this is like way right way back in the day um before I even knew I wanted to like be in advertising all I know was he was showing me cool PSAs and stuff like that. I knew I watched TV a lot. I knew like I love the Truth commercials mm, when they yeah yeah. <laughs> I knew I was looking, I'm like so that's advertising. I'm like wow, I want to do that. Put me in that program. Wow. So yeah. So at that moment, that's when you were introduced to advertising, mm-hmm. and you realized like maybe I could do something in advertising. Yeah, maybe I could do something. I didn't know what it was gonna be. Like there's so many different roles you can play in advertising. I didn't know I was gonna be a writer. Obviously, I thought I was just gonna be like you know it's coming with some ideas um i thought it was going to be like the art director who was more of like the visual person or the graphic designer in a way too Mm. no i feel like for when we're looking at the tv and looking at the commercials we don't think about all the processes that goes into creating a commercial (laughs) for me i just i don't know why i just thought it was just actors acting and boom it's there no it's so (laughs) much the process But we're going to get into the process later, but I do want to ask you, because we're just throwing out copywriter, can you please tell our audience what a copywriter is? Okay, a copywriter. Um, we don't do copyrights for books, CDs, none of that stuff. Okay. Like, that's not us. So a copywriter, well, okay, what's considered copy is the text that you might read, or the words that you read in an advertisement or even in a magazine, like an article. Um you know, like a sales paper or mm-hmm. even like sales emails, like everything, anything that you're like trying to sell something, anything that's written or even like the TV commercials and stuff like those, those are written first. Those are written on paper first on a script. Like a person who's, who, who is writing those ideas, that is a copywriter. Oh, wow. Because those, those, those words are called copy. I write the copy. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So... How did so now you're in this advertising program? How did you know? Okay, I want to be a copywriter then. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically through my schooling, cause like my program, my program is like you'll have like art direction class, you have like media buying class, you have copywriter wow. class, and then towards the end of our program, um, we just had like advertising campaigns and we had to put together a portfolio and they're like okay well this is your last year what do you want to be a copywriter or art director or what do you account planner who do you want to be and throughout the throughout my program a lot of the times my professors were like wow you're a copywriter you're a copywriter you're a copywriter Mm -hmm. meanwhile I'm like well does it look cool though like you know like how to look I worked hard on that part but so I just decided to just give it a shot. I wasn't confident in it because mm-hmm. it's like writing wasn't my thing in school. Like I was like just terrible at grammar, all of those things. Like I didn't even didn't take spelling. I didn't take any of those Look, things I serious. Mm-hmm. You know, I still say ain't. I'm like ain't ain't. <laughs> like it's crazy. Um, but hey, somebody gave me a shot. So that's good, and I feel like that's why it's so good to have those people in your life that kind of notice things, even though you don't notice it. Like for example, like my family, they're like, "Oh, you're gonna be a doctor, doctor, doctor," and that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. But in high school, I started selling chips. 
So when I look at when I look back at it, even though my parents didn't notice it, they should have mm-hmm. been like, "Yo, like maybe this girl can be an entrepreneur. She's you know mm-hmm. just following her own path." So it's good that you had those people there to like notice something different, even though you didn't notice mm-hmm. it. So I wanted to ask you this question. So a lot of our listeners are in transitional periods, whether they're seniors in college, just graduated, or newly in their careers. Mm -hmm. What did you do to stand out for your company that you're working with now? Like, did you do any, like, internships, or did you just send in the application and you got in? Um, what's funny is, I did do an internship, but it was was for, like, strategic marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thing about it is, with my course, I think most schooling you have to do an internship for okay. like a credit or something like that. But um, how the company noticed me, I think it was through LinkedIn. Oh, wow. Um, I used those advertising skills they were teaching us there, oh, you know, wow. and my name on Twitter and Instagram and the website name I had was Miss Copywriter. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was Miss Copywriter. It's not that anymore, so if anyone wants to take it, go ahead. But <laughs> it was Miss Copywriter, so I'm wondering if it made it easier for people to yeah, find that's me. That's amazing. Why did you let it go? Well, I mean, because I got I mean, the job. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, <laughs> that's true. And everybody evolved, so that makes sense. Right. And then, like, now, you know, growing up and evolving, I'm like, oh, kind of want to, I want to be more than a copywriter. Mm. So. That's good. But yeah. So basically, you would advise our listeners to like go on LinkedIn and market mm-hmm. themselves. You said that you're using the tools that they taught you in school. What specifically did they teach you with LinkedIn or anything else? Um, I mean, not not in that way. It's just with like branding yourself, basically. Mm, okay. So it was that. And then also, I want to say that like in the process, um, I was a waitress. I want to say I was a waitress for like six months before I got a job after I was done with my you know, done with my program. Mm-hmm. And in the process it's I continue to do inform inform uh, what's the call? Informational yeah, yeah. Yeah. Informational <laughs> interviews and you know, just getting to know them and asking them all the questions I need wow. and stuff like that. Although I didn't I don't know if I got a job connection with them or I mean through them or anything like that. But I feel like when you're in the process and you're still working towards it, you know, like God sees you working. That's good. The universe sees you working. That's good. You're pulling it towards you because the person who reached out to me in, on LinkedIn, I did not know anything about wow. him at all. And he was associated with Burrell. Yeah. Am I saying right? Burrell. Burrell. Yes. Okay. He's he's a um, creative director at Burrell. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. That's good. Everything just works together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was reading your blog, and I loved your blog, especially the one, I forgot the name, but it was one talking about how, like, um, oh, God, what are, I related to it because you said everything, well, you told us not to get down on ourselves, Mm -hmm. and that every season has a time, and that it's okay to be in a season when you're planting Mm -hmm. for the next season, and I said, oh, my God, that that spoke to my soul, keep on speaking, because oftentimes, Instagram, we see people doing stuff, and like you know, when we don't look at when it doesn't happen for ourselves, we're like, Oh my god, what's wrong with us? But it's not your season, so I really like that. But also, with another blog, you were saying how two of your commercials were bought, mm-hmm. and then I was kind of confused. I was like, Wait, I don't understand this process. So, do does the like bigger brand do they come to you all and say, mm-hmm. This is our target audience, we want to sell this product now? Write it. Is that yes. how it happens? Oh, okay. yes. 
So it's more of like, um, they call it a brief. Okay. But yeah, this is the product. Um, this is what our audience currently thinks. This is what we want them to think. Mm. You know? So come with the idea. You okay. Know? They give us like, yeah, like they'll give us some rules, some guidelines. You know, this is the target. This is the type of people. You know, young millennials, trendsetters, yada, yada. Okay. Um, yeah, then here's the product. Here are the product features. You know, look into that. And, and then, yes, we have to come with the idea. And we think about what time is it running? Was what does that mean? Like, when is it running? Like, um, is it running during the Super Bowl? Um, I mean, not the Super Bowl, but, like, is it running during, like, the NBA, you know? Or is it running through... Is it running during, like, football season? That makes sense. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. So, you, so they can come to you, come with their brief, you and your team, like, you know, schedule something, and mm-hmm. then they could say, oh, no, that doesn't work for us. Yeah, but, like, if they don't like your idea, they don't like your idea. That's the thing about advertising. It's, like, in coming up with ideas and being a creative, mm-hmm. everything is subjective. Wow. You know, what I think, what me and you might relate to, think is cool, is funny, I still have to, like, sell that idea within the agency. Wow. And then after the agency, I have to sell it to the client. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, there's levels to mm-hmm. it. And especially being a creative, when you have your idea, you think it's great. Yeah. And for somebody to say, uh-uh, that's not it, I couldn't imagine. Right, so imagine doing that every day. Like, no. <laughs> imagine doing that every day of your life. But, um... Oh, wow. Exactly. And then, every like I said, everything is subjective. Because it's like, you know, everyone in the room could be like, oh, that's a good idea. And then here comes someone else, like, I don't think the person you want, I don't think the celebrity you want to use is big enough. Wow. I don't think he's relevant. You know what I'm saying? And then we're all from di- we're different ages and everything, you know? And then there's levels to blackness as well. I work at a black agency. Mm. My black might be different from your type of black. That's, that's real. <laughs> that is real. Okay. Let me ask you this. Um, how do you all make sure that things that you wrote out on a piece of paper mm-hmm. translate into the commercial? Are the copywriters going to the commercials, helping out with, like, the casting? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have all? Yeah, we um we are a part of the process. Okay. Pretty much. Um, as far as going to shoot, um, I'm at a smaller agency, mm-hmm. so it's easier for copywriters to go on the shoot too with like our directors, our creative directors, and producers, and whoever else. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people. You have to remember, like, um, the the brand still has a budget. Wow. <laughs> everybody, they can't pay for everybody, so. But um, so I think at bigger agencies, you know, junior copywriters especially, they don't usually get to go, mm-hmm. you know. And there have been shoots that I didn't get to go on. I mean, which was okay. I was still a part of the process. I just wasn't there, like, on set. But. Your job seems so interesting. Right now, I currently work for, like, payroll and benefits. Mm-hmm. Rolls eyes. You can't see it, but <laughs> rolls eyes. And I'm working with the IRS, W4s, W2s. Mm-hmm. It's so boring. Well, <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. We can say that, but um, it seems like it's so fun. Like it's so interactive. Mm-hmm. You're meeting different people, mm-hmm. and then like the celebs. I know I saw the Patty Labelle one. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's pretty. That's awesome. So, how do you personally improve? How do you personally improve your storytelling ability? Like, mm-hmm. do you still tell the same stories as to, like as you came in in 2015, mm-hmm. or like is it different? Did you evolve? Um, I think I evolved a little bit. Um, but sometimes it's like the stories that we are telling, they they're they're not just from my experience alone. Mm. You know, like 
we still communicate with our friends and family. We like get to know people outside of ourselves. So sometimes we can like take their stories as well. That's good. You know, like where I let life kind of inspire me or I go out and like, you know, just pay attention and just listen and pick up on stuff. Wow. You know, or I like think about, I just try to step in someone else's shoes because like when I'm writing a commercial, the target won't always be someone who's like me. The target might be a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not a mother. <laughs> I'm not a mother, so I don't know what I know about that life. Okay. You know, so I have to like step outside of myself. And then, you know, it's just much, it's much, I think that's for anything, for like whenever you're trying to sell anything, you have to step outside of yourself. That's good. Think about the things that your target is dealing with. That's good. And that's even with like YouTube and how I do mine. It's like, even though I would mm-hmm. like to make this form of content, that might not be the content that everybody is watching or prefers. Mm-hmm. Like for me specifically, mm-hmm. um, more of my videos get, well, more views. Um, I get more views on hair videos, mm-hmm. wigs. And so for the longest time, I couldn't wear braids because I had to like constantly do hair. But then I got tired of it. And I'm like, you know, I, I need to put some braids. So I currently have braids in my head right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I have to accept that even though I may not get enough views because my audience wants braids. So I understand like what you're saying about we have to pay attention to what the audience wants because mm-hmm. those are the consumers. So can you tell us some highlights that you have seen in your journey? Some highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, some like stuff that you'll post on Instagram or on the <laughs> blog. Oh, um, okay. So during this journey and becoming a copywriter, like when I first started and stuff, I felt like in order to improve my writing, I had to write outside of work. Oh wow. Yeah, so yeah, I had to write outside of work and that's when I began like journaling. And I also had to like work on my confidence and insecurities and transforming my own mind. So I think that's where that's where I got deep into like spiritual journaling. Mm. You know, so and I began to share some of my work online and people like people were feeling that they like started sharing it or they'll like it or comment it and it's so funny because it's like sometimes I go out they'll be like hey poet or like <laughs> like oh my god I love your work I love That's this good. and I love that and you know or they relate to that and I like I said I never thought I was a writer or or a poet <laughs> Or a poet, so it's just amazing that like something that I did to personally help myself is mm-hmm. helping others. And when I go out and meet those, meet those people, like you know, I just feel I feel like I'm being a blessing to other people. Mm-hmm. So can you go into more of spiritual journaling? What is that to you? Oh my gosh, it's it's some work, some real <laughs> work. It's really doing the work because it's like. You can read all the motivational stuff. You can go to church and listen to all the motivational stuff, inspirational scriptures and stuff like that. But when you have to, like, sit down and talk to yourself, when you have to sit down and write out everything that's, like, on your chest, that's on your heart and on your mind, the things you don't want to say, the Mm. things you don't want to face, boy. (laughs) That's good. Boy. But, boy, that's some work. That, that, that is a lot of work. And then on your blog, you said you when you stopped journaling, you started venting online. Yes. And that oh when you started venting online, you realized that that wasn't the right audience for that information. And that's how I am, too. So when I read that line, I said, oh, no. Why is she reading me? Like, who <laughs> told her to read me? Don't talk to me. You don't know me. 
But that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to release it, but you're not releasing mm-hmm. it to the right audience. That's him. That's, That's so him. good. And another thing that you said on the blog that I really love is that um, self improvements is never like you. Ne- there's never like a goal. Like you never mm-hmm. finish. You have to constantly do it and yeah, continuously too. work. And that for me, I related to what you said on how like years of you improving yourself and just making your making sure that you're the best person when you mm-hmm. stop in six months, it was just it went to shambles. Yes, like oh now to start all over. <laughs> that's good, and that's where I am right now too. I'm like, yo, I worked so hard for this. I let go because I thought I arrived and I thought mm-hmm. I was all high and mighty, mm-hmm. and now I'm in shambles. So can you talk more about that? Like, what are we supposed to do to continuously improve ourselves? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is a tough one. I guess it just depends on like what works for you because it's like you need to realize. For me, thank thank you Apple for the screen time. <laughs> this you know the new screen oh, time feature yes. because I spend way too much time. How on many my hours? Because hmm. <laughs> I can't to tell y'all. No, I promise you, it's not worse than mine. Is that it's not worse than like seven hours? Mine is worse. No. <laughs> Mine is 10 hours, but that's because I'm, I'm like, I sit at a desk all day. Are you so, working too as well? Exactly. You're working too as well. So, but I haven't been, I haven't, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I feel like sometimes I am working, so it's hard for me to factor it in, but I feel like it could be, it could be so much less time. Yes. Um, But like I was saying, you have to figure out like, what are you doing to like, avoid facing yourself? I feel like me. <laughs> Yes, what are you doing to avoid facing yourself? I feel like me is like I go home and I'll just start scrolling, 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 like wow. like share, share, share. And I'm not sitting there talking to God or I'm not sitting there listening. Preacher. Right, or I'm not sitting there listening to my own thoughts out loud and I'm not writing them out. Wow. I'm not you know, I'm not figuring it out. That's you know? good. And I'm just holding into you know, I'm holding into it onto it and then it's good. And it just comes out later in another situation, like, really bad. That is so good. You know, even at work. Even at work, you know? Or it's like you really got to do that work, whatever it is. Whether you got to, like, I don't know. Whether you have to go to therapy. Whether you have to, um, like I said, write it out. Mm -hmm. You know, pray. Pray out loud on top Mm -hmm. of that. Don't just be sitting there, like, Mm -hmm. quiet. Please, you that's it like no talk talk and talk with feeling yeah you know let it out as well um what else it's a lot of work that you could do you know write out your plan like how are you gonna fix it like where did that feeling come from like whatever what is what is limiting you what is that limiting belief where did it come Mm. from who do you need to forgive you know what I'm saying can you right can you talk to them and forgive them or do you need to just write that letter what are, you ma- what are you really mad about? Write that out. Why is it making you that mad? Why do I feel like this is a therapy session? I'm feeling <laughs> like, I did not hire you as my therapist, so you can, cannot read me. But no, that's so good. Like, yeah, That's so good. And I feel like when we do that, we're, we're better human beings. We're happier. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person where like I can understand my feelings. I feel like better than maybe a normal person. Mm-hmm. I can say, okay, like, okay, let me be honest. Um, so... Before I, I, 
So in 2017, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, oh my God, what is going on? Like you gained so much weight from, you know, high school. And then I said, okay, let me be become vegan. So I guess like five months after that, I lost 40 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Girl, I gained it back. So don't, don't even, <laughs> no, you know, but I gained it back. And then right now I'm realizing like, why do I continuously gain this weight back? Like what, what am I doing? And I just had to realize that I'm using food as a drug. People use weed, people use alcohol, but me, I'm using a legal drug, which is food. So for me, when I feel, when my emotions come, I have to say like, Chris, okay, you're mad, you're stressed. You want to go eat to solve that problem, but you can't. Let's try to figure it out. So that I like what you just said. Right. Like you have to really do the self work. When you do it, you improve yourself. Exactly. Okay. So you figured out your trigger, and now you're figuring out other ways to cope. Yes. So like, but this is too much. I'm just like, <laughs> it's work. It's work. Like even <laughs> I was the work. I was realizing like. In order to be happy, you have to fight for happiness. Like, happiness doesn't just come. Thank you. I'm so happy you say that. Like, a lot of times, like, when I meet people or, like, um, sometimes even friends will be like, oh, my God, you're so positive. And I'm like, yo, I have to work hard <laughs> to be positive. Yes. You don't know. You don't I know. agree. I agree. You don't know. And it's scary because I guess because I'm comparing, like, my high school life towards, um, towards right now and in high school everything is like you have to go to class you have to i was in sports so Mm -hmm. you have to go to sports you're gonna see your friends you're gonna always be with your friends so i felt like it was easier to be happier in that moment since everything is planned but now Mm -hmm. it's so easy to say let me go to work and go home and not do nothing even though i have a blog nobody's forcing me to write on my blog Mm -hmm. nobody's for you know so it's like nobody's kind of forcing you to do the work to be happy mm-hmm. so I feel like that's why I, I may look at my high school years and be like man I was so happy because people were forcing me my coach would say you are five minutes late to practice go run a mile you know so yeah. I completely agree with that mm-hmm. so I like to ask this question to all the viewers or all the, the guests that come here and I ask you all what are some un-instagrammable moments that you can share with our audience that you wouldn't usually post on Instagram Uninstagramable. Oh, so. Like, were you working on an idea for like a month, and then your boss is like, "No, I hate it," or were you fired from somewhere? Wow. Um. So I think uninstagramable. Okay, maybe when I was okay. How about? Maybe when I was, like, dating, like, my last two ex-boyfriends, mm. I feel like, now I feel like men are, like, distractions. Not all of them, just the wrong men. Mm-hmm. The wrong men are real distractions. I feel like I could be so much further in my career right now if it were not for them. I mean, I take responsibility, too, because, you know, I entertained it. Yeah. <laughs> I entertained it as well, but it's like, man, it's, I think because... Those relationships were like so about making them happy mm. or like fighting them or like fighting the flesh and everything else and it was so draining it's like relationships really can like make or break you they, they really can't and then they really took me away from the person that I once was they took me away from like journaling they took me away from everything that like made me confident everything I worked so hard to be, yeah. you know, made me confident, like, in myself, at work, 
you know, it's and it's it really stunted my growth and it really stopped it stopped my creative juices from flowing. Wow. So and that really affected my work. Like it got to the point like and Workday was like, I don't know what happened because you was on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and Workday like, man, you had it going on. You were you know, you were like selling these ideas and everything. I don't know what's going on, but you need to like you need to figure it out. Wow, so your you personal, gotta know. Wow. Your yeah. personal life came out and affected your career. Yes, like wow. those are real. Like relationships. Those are real. So if like if it don't bring you peace, <laughs> leave it alone. Let it go. Let it go. And then like you said before, we have to do the self work to realize like why can't I let this relationship go? Even though it's hurting me, yeah. why can't I be alone? Exactly. So like you like you said, what is distracting me from myself? Yeah. Yeah, they Girl. were really distracting me from myself and like pleasing them and making them happy like was distracting me from myself and all the drama they came with and everything. It was really distracting me. So like this next one, he got <laughs> telling you he got to come with peace. He can't come with the he can't come with the drama. He can't. Okay. <laughs> he can't. Okay. And the right one will like will push yeah, you. Yeah, the right one will definitely push you. Like for example, I feel like on, well not I feel but on Twitter the whole theme is like all men are trash. No. And then exactly when I see it, I'm like you know your man can be trash, but I can't see it because mm-hmm. I'm about to get married and my husband is gonna be mm-hmm. full of life. Well, when he does come, but like he's gonna be full of life, so I gotta speak it and take it. Right, so like, you gotta know, speak it as is. So congratulations, girl. Thank you, thank you. Whenever he comes, whenever God brings him to me, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what more do you have in store for your career as a copywriter and you as creating stories online for your personal brand? Mm-hmm. Um, well, now that we took out the trash, <laughs> that was distracting me. It's definitely like getting back to journaling, getting back to discovering myself again and um, transforming my mind again. That's good. You know, becoming a woman. I should have been by now <laughs> if I was okay. distracted, <laughs> but it's okay. It is okay. Um, and then just sharing those moments and those stories mm. through that process, just sharing the process along the way. And then I'm thinking about doing something to help other women to do that as well or to help them use their stories for their brand. That's good. And I read somewhere you had a workshop. I did. Can I you did. talk more about that? And do you want to create more? Uh, I think I do want to create I do want to create more. I just I need to like do some research and figure out what do you guys want from me? Mm. Like what are you looking for? And that workshop was, it was a couple years ago. It was at a church I used to go to, and it was it was spiritual journaling, just showing them how to use, like how to use God's word, or what does God's word say about us, sitting with ourselves and releasing, and how to do that with pen and paper. Okay. So, and then I made like a little worksheet and everything, and so, I guided them through it, so. That's good, so in, in, in addition to you being a copywriter, a poet, <laughs> A blogger. It sounds like you're about to be a minister. <laughs> what? A minister? Yes. If I can stop cussing, like, you know, but you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody. That's true. <laughs> nobody's perfect. Okay, so we're going into the last segment of the interview where I ask you these questions, and these questions are really just aimed to really just dive in and give our listeners a lot of resources so they can better mm-hmm. themselves. So, what myth do you want to destroy about following your dreams to millennials or the youth? Mm. 
I guess just the fact that I feel like a lot of people think that you need to know exactly where you're headed. You um, know, that meant like I didn't know. Like I told you, I don't. I didn't like writing. That's good. <laughs> I did not like writing. Um, I didn't think I was a writer. I didn't think I was good enough to be a writer. But I'm I'm a writer, and I'm recognized as a poet. That's good. It's I, eight minutes there. Yeah, eight minutes. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so what resource? It could either be book, podcast, videos, or more. Can you recommend to our listeners? Uh, what resource? Um, I love Chanel Cooper Sykes. Oh wow! What does she do? She is a life coach on Facebook and Instagram. Um, she's amazing. Okay. Like. She really helped me tra- like transform my mind for real, for real. Wow. Like she introduced the law of attraction to me, along with God's word. That's good. Like I love her. Her name, her name is Chanel Cooper Sykes. Like Chanel Cooper Sykes. Yep. Okay, Chanel Cooper Sykes, y'all. <laughs> take some notes. Go to your Facebook. Yeah. Um, Chanel Cooper Sykes. And with that being said, the secret, the mm. book. Yep, the book and the movie or the documentary. Um, what else? I'm trying to think, is there any copywriting books? I came across a copywriting book when I first started school. It was like a free book just outside of the library. They had like a, a shelf of free books. And it was called Keep It Simple Stupid. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Kiss, yeah, Kiss, Keep It Simple Stupid. Um, something, copywriting something. Sorry, guys, I don't know the name name. It's okay. But... <laughs> Um, which kind of introduced me to copywriting before I even had the copywriting class. Mm. So, okay. I think, what else? Hmm. In Udemy. Udemy, is that a book? No, it's a website. Website? Udemy.com. I think it's like U-D-E-M-Y.com. Okay. And I say that because during my journey, like I told you, I didn't like grammar. I mean, I was still writing everything, but at some point, you know, my coworkers like, yo, you gotta get this grammar thing together. Wow. <laughs> you can't just do whatever. And I was doing whatever, I was still selling ideas and spots and everything, but at some point you need to like work on your craft, craft, mm-hmm. for real, for real. Not just like the storytelling part, but you need to get down to basics as well. Then do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So I went on that website, udemy.com, and they have they have like they have grammar courses they have everything so if there's something that you need to work on like you can't go to school school like go buy those ten dollar classes and take a saturday and watch it all the way through do the exercises post the questions you have and hopefully they answer you back that's good and not to disrupt the flow but i really like how you're saying like in order to be better you have to do the work outside of like your job like Mm. don't just say oh now i'm not working let me learn how to do it here but like you said before in order for you to become a better writer you had to start journaling outside Mm. of work or and right now your your grammar kind of like you know struggled a little bit your co-worker is a trip but it's okay (laughs) i guess constructive (laughs) criticism is okay yeah but (laughs) You took, you know, Udemy classes and now you're better. So that's good. Yeah. So I hope you guys are listening. Really do the work outside of right. your career or right. that job. Right. It's a lot of work to do. You know, you got to do work spiritually. Mm. You got to do work, you know, in your professional life. You got to, like, do the work, like, mentally. Like It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to do. And your body. Like, you got to do your body. I got to be healthy, too. Mm-hmm. So I can get up in the morning. <laughs> 
know, I'm like, you know, I really want to better myself. And I'm like, you know, I just want to quit my job. Maybe I need to quit my job to have time to better myself. But then again, you look at your bank account, you're like, okay, who's going to pay this? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, so it's, it's so much work. It's so much work. It's like you don't have time for anything outside of peace. So mm. quit the distractions. Quit the BS. Anything that's extra, like, just quit that stuff. Like, yo. I, I, I quit F boys for real. I quit them and F girls. Talk about it. <laughs> F boys and F girls. Like anything that's just like just too much that's for no good. reason. And it's like I don't have to deal with it. It's like no, I quit. Like I'm over it. That's good. That's good. Okay, so who inspires you? Mm, who inspires me? It can be from a family relative or like somebody that's in your industry. Oh my gosh. I want to say a lot of my friends, they're doing a lot of big things or they're just good people, Mm. you know. Um, And I have friends who like, they even have like their own families, like they're raising their kids and stuff like that. That inspires me. Like you don't have to have like some glamorous title and big job to like inspire me. You know, I even like the little things where it's like. A mom, like a mom, that's work. Outside of work, <laughs> so you can do that, and you can like, you know, you can do that. You can like raise a family and still be loving and kind. Just still be like a best friend to me. That's like, amazing, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm girl, <laughs> like that's inspiring. Um, who else inspires me? It's the women in my workplace, mm. because um, at Burrell. Our creative directors are women. That's good. And other agencies, they're mostly like men. Mm-hmm. They're mostly white men. But these are black women. But we can tell by the stories that we see in media. So <laughs> yes, yes. But at Burrell, they're they're mostly black women. That's good. There's a lot of black women in charge at Burrell. So like they inspire me. That's good. You know? And the stuff that and the stuff that we have to deal with in advertising, I'm just like, wow, they are really powerful like they handle it like it's nothing like it's nothing because everything I feel like sometimes that job is like emotionally and mentally and spiritually draining you know and like the way they handle it so flawlessly or like they don't let anybody like don't let anything knock them down Mm. and they can like speak with authority like they have this confidence and then even sometimes they still have a little grace when they're like speaking and I'm like oh, wow this is that's amazing that's not like that you know are they like younger are they on the older side they're on the older side older side okay they're on the older side that's good that's so good okay so what advice if you have any advice can you give to any aspiring listeners who are interested in advertising and or being a copywriter and or being a copywriter um informational interviews informational interviews I swear I love them you know so go on some advertising agency I mean let me see I think there's adage.com there's agencyspy.com go look up those agencies go see who did what commercial if you can find an email reach out to them let them know that you um, like their work and you want to learn more about the field and you want to interview them you want to get to know them or something I don't know that's good because like even before I got in like I was just interviewing whoever you know like I'm cool with like um 
the brand manager for United. Oh, wow. That's you know, good. she's a brand manager. I don't know what we were going to do there, <laughs> but, you know, and we have, like, this thing. She was like, if you need, I mean, she said, um, no, I got a job at Burrell first, and then she saw me at an event, an industry event. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm a copywriter now at Burrell. And she's like, okay, well, if you need a job, let me know. So doing those informational interviews, is they're very important. That's good. You know, even if that person can't get you a, a job now or today, later on down the line, like, that connection, it could still get you somewhere. That's good. That is so good. Oh, and I love how you just, like, you're planting seeds. Instead, I feel like a lot of us were thinking about now, now, now right now but like plant seeds because you don't know what's going to happen like you exactly. said in the future okay so I do want to thank you for coming on our podcast and being no transparent problem. but before you leave where can our listeners reach you oh um you can follow me on Instagram which is Crystal D writes like write like W-R-I-T-E-S mm-hmm. <laughs> and um the same for sweater Crystal D writes okay so listeners i hope you guys love this interview i really did love it oh my god there were so many points (laughs) that we could take away from this episode if you do enjoy please go on our itunes account give us a five star and tell us why you like it share us to your grandma share us to your mom share us to your best friend let other people know um, about this podcast so they can also be in contact with the podcast that you just listened to Also, I hope you guys have a great week. Remember, in order to be happy, you have to fight for it. So do not stop fighting. There is never a finish line. So influencers, I'm so glad we talked today. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye, influencers.